0: Log Talk Radio. Lock, talk, radio.
1: two there live it is was a football sunday and a crazy one it was a football saturday as well uh now it is raw monday it's national championship monday and it is the monday that 18 years ago one of my favorite wwe moments actually it was wwf back then 18 years ago but one of my favorite WWF moments of all time happened. If we have time before the interviews, I'll get to that clip. Um, but but it was it was this. It technically it was a day after. It was the eighth, but it's it's you know the, the seventh day. So it was this, this week and all. Uh, 18 years ago, and uh, overall, it's just been it's been an interesting week for me. It's been a, a good new year so far. A lot of things going my way. Can't say the same for the icon, of course. Uh, for anybody who knows what happened to him uh, on his Facebook, uh, obviously he was in a, a bad car accident. But he's he's feeling better, as far as I know, and he's at least in good spirits. Um, his North Dakota State Bison won the national championship for Division Six, or whatever division it is that they play in down there. So Division One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it's Division One like one X, but anyway, they won that, and uh, they will, they will be uh, a force to be reckoned with in, you know, the college, the college version of semi-pro football for some time to come. Uh, Granny is here with us as well, and um, as as you can tell, Granny, I'm in heel mode tonight, um, really you are
2: you good. are a big time. You are a big time heel mode tonight. And by the way, right. everybody, well, happy New Year. Hope everybody had a great holiday and great New Year's. And we're glad to be back. It's the new year, guys.
3: 2019
2: yeah, welcome to the first. It's gonna be an awesome. It's gonna be welcome to the first show of 2019 of Attitude Era Live. Is it, so yeah. is, is it Yeah.
1: Is it the first show of 2019?
2: Yeah. Oh my God, yes. it is. It is. It? we remember, oh guys, we took off the week. we, we took. We took last Monday night off because of New Year's. So, you know, this right, is our first right show you. of 2019.
1: Yeah, everybody else was hammered and uh, and drinking and partying and making bad life decisions. <clears throat> and so were we. So we were out there. Um, now, Icon, I know you don't really drink much because, you know, whatever, but... Uh, Granny, do you uh, do, do you enjoy a nice adult beverage? Uh, well, time, I mean,
2: no? my, my, my husband and I were at the Moose Lodge um, helping out with New Year's Eve, and one of our Moose members bought a bottle of champagne and shared it with a, a few of us. So, you know, my husband and I had a small champagne toast at midnight. Occasionally, nice. Granny will have a nice glass of wine. I I don't partake in the alcohol, you know, due to my health issues. But once in a well, while, yes, I Granny will have a nice a nice glass of white Zinfandel every once in a while, you know. so
1: Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's always fun. I uh I have a bunch of buddies who are degenerates who, you know, if 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 you're not blacked out, it's not a it's not a fun weekend. You know, it's it's just how that works. It's like it's like we're all thirty plus years old and we're still in college, so that's always fun. Um, icon though, for all, all time aside, uh, all, all snarkiness aside, I am I am in kind of a snarky mood tonight, and I might make some jabs here and there about you know your Division Six football team. But uh, in, in all seriousness, though, however, um, how how are you feeling physically?
4: Uh, well, uh, I'd like to say that I'm, uh, I'm doing well, but, uh, not really. Uh, I'm not at a hundred percent. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not, but, uh, Hmm. I'm fighting through it. Uh, but you will
2: be icon. We got faith in you. You will be. The right. important I, thing well, is the, you are still you you are still with us. Vehicles can be replaced, people can't. So you are still with us, and that's what's important. Well, unless you're
1: unless you're a Hindu, if you're if, if you're a Hindu, then then you get reincarnated uh, according to them, and you can be replaced. But regardless, Icon, with what happened to you, with 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 not just a regular old accident. I mean, I think everybody. There's some weird statistic out there that like 70% of Americans will experience a car accident in their life. No, it's more – You this was like a semi-truck, like 18-wheeler going 70 on snowy roads, hitting a stationary object. I mean there there is a, a very, very good chance um, that that could have, you know, one, blew your car up because if, if it would have hit the gas tank just right, it could have – you know, that could have been like a, a, well, that's a time bomb. That's where, where from the gas bomb. tank. Yeah, where the so, gas tank is. Yeah. So, so, so luckily it didn't hit it the right way because that that could have blown that up, and that could have been you could have been in a in, in just a stationary bomb, and um, it's good that he didn't hit you head on or or hit you driver's side door, um, but but I mean yeah, eighteen wheeler going seventy, uh, I don't think really any car stands a chance. So yeah, we're we're glad to uh, glad to know you came out of it all right um if you want to share with us real quick uh the extent of your injuries you don't have to but if you want to tell us a little just keep the fans updated who may not necessarily be uh following us on facebook but do listen to the podcast because we have quite a bit um the numbers differ but we do have quite a bit on both so it's up to you though i don't know if it's your personal business and whatnot but up to
5: you
4: well uh well what i can what i can say is uh i i'm suffering from a concussion uh i have i have back issues i have headache issues um and i just you know i just uh uh and my depression is at its peak so uh you know i I'm under care of the doctors I'm getting through things. Uh, as only the icon can, and that's that's basically what I can talk about. But I do want to mention May tonight, uh, we do have uh, 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 a three-guest show, actually four-guest show, because uh, uh, our last guests are a tag team, our comedy duo. We have uh, Dusty Gold on tonight. We have Shauna Reed, and we have the comedy duo of Williams and Ree, a.k.a. the Indian and the white guy. And wow.
1: uh, these guys – Are we allowed to say that in today's uh, you know, day and age? Sure.
4: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll ask him about yeah, that. But if you want political correctness, these <clears> guys <throat> are
1: not who you turn to. Trump. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Um, I'm going to let you guys uh, take uh, – uh, Alexa Bliss is on uh, is on. on now. So oh, on. yes. So, Alexa.
2: Alexa Bliss is on Big swings, woman. He's got to pay attention to Alexa Bliss. Oh my! Yes, I got it. i gotta, but, you uh, know, Icon, let
1: you guys. I, you guys I was going to say,
2: Icon. <laughs> I am very good friends with Dusty Gold. Oh. Okay. I was very excited to see him be on be on our show tonight. I am very good friends with Dusty, by the way.
4: All right, and then hopefully so.
2: Big Swing will uh,
4: be paying attention when uh, he calls in because he will be our first guest,
2: and. Okay. uh
4: I also want to announce that all all three guests for next week, I might as well get that out of the way now, have confirmed. We're Real quick have though, come, before, you do
1: that, before you do that, I haven't been following WWE as much as I should. Did they give Alexa Bliss a talk show? Yeah.
2: Yes, yep. this you is our this first mean, episode.
1: You know what this means, right? This means that two of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Edge and Alexa Bliss, both had talk shows, which is awesome. Secondly, um, has she wrestled in a while, or is she still having those concussion issues? No,
2: she's still got her injury issues
1: going on. So maybe that's why they gave her the show, huh? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, continue. I just had a couple of questions in there. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, and uh, our three guests for next week have confirmed. Uh, We're going to have Jackson Stone on. We're gonna have uh Shannon Roboliski on with us and uh we are gonna have uh a return guest. Uh she loved us so much, she wanted to come back, uh, which is amazing. Uh if you guys remember Onyx, she is mm-hmm. gonna be on with us
1: again. Oh next that's week. Awesome.
4: Yes. Nice. Yeah, she she loves our show and uh she loves me, so you know.
1: Uh, well, the show, the show I, I can understand, understand But, I mean, you yeah. know
4: So, but. it's going to be It's uh, This year is going to be uh, Power Pack uh, You know, working on some other guests uh, That we're going to be having on I mentioned to you guys That uh, this year we're going to have Byron Cherry on He was one of the replacement Duke boys He's going to be on with us
0: mm-hmm.
4: We're going to have Um Um I uh, I'm working on uh, I don't know if you guys remember this individual or not, but uh he uh Roger Wilson, he was in the movie Porkies, uh he's gonna be on with us. Mm-hmm. I'm working on getting us Yaka Shmirnov wants to be on the show with us. And did you guys ever see the movie Liar Liar? With yes. yes. Do you remember the do you remember the that's uh that's a great movie? Monster? Yeah, do you remember the Voluntless Babe in the uh, in, uh, in the uh, the elevator when he said yes? Only you. yeah, she's gonna be on with us too.
1: The girl that was in the elevator in the movie.
4: Yeah, uh, Krista Allen.
1: Nice. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, so, Icon, real quick, what uh, what time? When does the um um When's our first guest coming on? In three minutes. Three minutes. Let me see here. Yeah. Do we got time? I right. I I think we got time to uh to quickly get to it. It's up to you though. We can always do it at the end also if we need to. Um, the clip of 18 years ago tonight. Did you guys want to hear it, or do you want to wait till the end? Well, we sh-
4: We could pro You know, we could wait till the end. Uh,
1: we'll have. Yeah, a time. We, we can do that. Uh, it's up to you. Yeah. I just wanted to. We've got a little bit of time here, well, uh 'cause like I said, I, I have to go back to the national championship, but Alexa Bliss is on the TV, and Ronda Rousey's on. And you guys ever seen a um? You guys ever seen like a pug, like like the dog pug? Yes. That's, yes. that's kind of that's kind of what Ronda Rousey's face looks like. I mean, I mean, she, she's <laughs> a heck of a she's a heck of a fighter, but she's always like scrunched up and squinting and 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 angry. Like like Alexa Bliss is. Really, a, a goddess, and and the the Ronda Rousey is like the chick who took up MMA in in high school and college because she couldn't find a date. It's like she had to take her aggression out, you know, in a different way. She's like, you know, what what is what the hell is going well, on? Well, well,
2: let me ask you this though.
1: I like did that suit, that by the way, her, that Alexa has that on the suit. That's pretty cool.
2: Oh, here comes Nia
1: so is this, my question, oh my God, you, has she gained weight?
2: She has a little. Dude, that's
1: like that's like I, again. I I feel terrible saying this for any females we have listening. <clears throat> um, I do apologize, but she's like, give her a mask, dude. She's a female Vader at this point.
4: <laughs> right. But, you know, I mean, uh, wow. You're, you're- Big Swing, my question to you is, would uh, you tell Ronda Rousey to her face that she looks like a pug?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, but you're brave there, Big Swing. Yes, I,
1: I would. I would for this reason. Ronda Rousey is too big of a celebrity to do anything about it because that would make national news. Obviously, she would kick my ass. Oh, She'd probably kill me.
2: Banks.
1: <laughs> that would make national news. All right, so we've got now, Sasha, I've always liked got, Sasha. Sasha's hot.
2: We got Sasha, got Dex- R- Ronda, she's, Alexa, and Nia Jax.
1: Now, what about the little kid? She's next. You know that, right? Bailey, Bailey. I'm sure
2: she'll be out, too.
1: Yeah, she, she's, she's, she's the WWE resident 12-year-old. Now, what, like, see, I just, I don't get it. Like, Sasha Banks used to be, like, right in the heart of everything. Right in the middle of all the discussions. And Then she took a break. Now she's back, and I just—I um, don't know. I, I, I again, I haven't been following it the way that I need to be following it uh, in order to have this discussion. Um, but now, wait a minute. Now they look the same color, though. Is one of them just tan? Basically, <laughs> be watching
4: for our guests. They should be calling in. So, be yeah, I, I
1: see him. A- I see the, the, the switchboard. Also, by the way, um, is it me, or has Nia Jax gotten better on the mic? Oh, yeah, she's, she's been a little bit better. better.
4: She's been taking some classes, I heard. So Because, yeah, I mean, I, I know um,
1: Sasha Banks has always been pretty good. Obviously, Alexa Bliss could possibly be the best ever, Um, you know, and – I don't know. I, I just... She's never really been good. She was always just, I am not your before. And now she's, she's actually decent. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. So anyways, guys, yeah, we're waiting for our first guest here. Raw's on commercial. I'm flip-flopping back and forth to the national championship in the other studio here. I got one headphone having this show and one headphone having the broadcast of that, so I'm kind of going all over the place. Um, but... uh Second half is just starting if you do want to have that on uh, on the background while you listen to the show but um now I got, there's a couple things i've been I've been thinking about I've been trying to um, you know think of cool segments and stuff for the winter and cool like trivia ideas uh, and, and I'm gonna come up with with a couple here but um yeah, down the road. Do you think that if we go back to where we actually host a segment uh, and we record it and put it on Facebook and, and promote it that way uh, about maybe like a not necessarily a stump the icon kind of thing we tried that, but a a a trivia aspect of sorts where you know you, me or granny or whatever could could come up with a question every week uh, that that we think is is a tough trivia question that only maybe, you know, a true wrestling fan would know. And, uh, you know, a caller calls in. If he answers the question correctly, uh, we come up with something to give him. I don't know if, you know, we want to, you know, I, I can get T-shirts made pretty easily. Um, or, you know, we can give him a guest host spot, give him something. Uh, i I'm, It's still in the works here. It's still in the infant stages, but I'm trying to figure this whole shebang out. I but, think that'd
4: be cool, yeah. We could do that.
1: Yeah. Because I like trivia. I, I'm a master of trivia. Not necessarily wrestling trivia, but, you know, if you take me to a bar, we do sports trivia, um, or any real kind of trivia, for the most part, I'm uh, I'm usually usually pretty good, especially with sports trivia. So, so anyway, we're waiting on our first guest here. Uh, it is Attitude Hour Live, first show of the new year. Icon's a little banged up, but he's here with us. Granny is uh, feeling fresh and sassy today, and obviously I'm here Um I'm I'm uh I'm in one of those moods because I've literally been talking all weekend. <laughs> I've had radio shows and coverages. Check out how my weekend went. Okay, my station we covered the Syracuse Notre Dame game. Okay, so I was I didn't do the play by play for it of course, but I did the coverage of that uh, on the station. Then we talked about uh, on our show we had a special Sunday show i uh, talked about the NFL playoffs coming up uh, and different games and the games that we we'd already won. Uh, then I had my show this morning, again, recapping all the games and doing all that and talking about tonight's game and all this. Then I was a, a guest on the drive time show today, talking a little bit more about tonight's game and the national championship. I got home, uh, I got a couple phone calls and things I had to make. Uh, and then I had the show. So, I mean, we, uh, I've literally been in front of a microphone all day long, so hey, it is what it is, but I'm a little snarky today though, so icon, you know you you know I'm joking, you know I love you but. I might be a little bit. Uh, I know that. I know that. Be a the the,
2: the one game, season. the one game that Granny is very highly interested will be Saturday, my Chiefs against the Colts. So that's the only game I care about right now.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know what's funny? The Cowboys play Saturday as well. Uh, we played Saturday night. Um, we played Saturday night uh, and, and beat the Seahawks. And you know, I I thought for sure. I thought for sure we were going to be playing Sunday afternoon, you know, be off that day. I don't really do much on Sundays. Uh We'd be off that afternoon, and I could, you know, sit home, crack a, you know, crack a beer or ten, and and, and watch it. And uh, nope, nope. I'm going to be right here in the station, um, doing the coverage of it because they play Saturday night because the Eagles found a way to get it done again. So, yeah. But that's what it is, though. Um, so, Gretty, coming into this game, I don't know if you saw, and we will get into wrestling here in a minute. We are waiting on our first guest, but, uh, Granny, I don't know if you saw it. Um, the game that the Colts and the Texans game. I don't know if that's if you watched any of it or you saw any of it, but Andrew. Oh,
2: Luck, I, I some pieces of it, yeah.
1: Well, Andrew Luck and this Colts team is on fire. Um, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, they named the Colts. They, they were the sixth seed. They were the sixth seed. They didn't win their conference. You know, they started one and five. They got hot late, but they took Houston. Um, they obviously don't have the same name as, you know, a New England or a Pittsburgh or a Baltimore, you know, or the Chargers. They don't have that a big allure around them. But coming into this game in Arrowhead, I mean are you a little nervous or are you you uh well, confident in your team?
2: I'm you know, I'm I'm confident because I know what I know what those Chiefs can do when they're playing in Arrowhead. Arrowhead is one mm-hmm. of the loudest stadiums that you are can ever be in when it comes to the fans at Arrowhead Stadium. I mean I've been only to one Chiefs game my whole entire life. And that's when I was a kid, you know, I went with Mm. my dad and my brother and I haven't been back to Arrowhead since. Of course, I'm a Royals fan too. And I've been to Royals Mm. stadium, you know, Kaufman stadium very you know, many times, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but you know, I'm confident that, that they're going to pull off, that they're going to pull off this victory Saturday. So I hope, I hope I'm right because, I would really like to see the Chiefs go as far as they can this year. I would really like to see mm-hmm. them make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I really would. Because, so. you know, in years past, you know, when the Kansas City's been in the playoffs, you know, they everybody says, oh, they're going to choke again, they're going to choke again, they're going to choke again, mm-hmm. and, you know, and – and unfortunately, that's what has happened in the past. But hey, that's in the past. This is a new year. This is 2019, and I I've got confidence that that they're gonna that they're gonna do well. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a close game. I don't think it's gonna be like totally one sided. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a close game. So we'll <coughs> see what happens. Well you know what's That's, interesting, you know,
4: about uh, let's make here. quarterback for the quarterback for the Chiefs, uh his father uh used to pitch for the Minnesota Twins, which is uh, a cool sideline. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Pat Mahomes senior. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So of course, uh, you know, speaking of car accidents, you know, he uh uh Pat Mahomes when he was pitching for the with for the Twins, he had uh, flipped his car in front of the Metrodome. On his way to a, uh, on his way to a practice or a game or something, so he had uh, his uh, bang up issues as well. So anyway, as long as we're waiting here, I don't know what's going on because our next guest uh, will be calling in at, at a quarter to the top of the hour. So
1: I could have played but, my clip, damn it. <laughs> yeah, with no, but, I don't know, uh... what
4: I got was what i got coming for you guys uh over the next sure. year for guests is just phenomenal i can let you
1: know yeah, you've know, given me some of those names it's a pretty uh pretty star-studded list i don't, I don't know if you've told yeah, granny I, all the names you've told me but it's a pretty uh pretty a, a plus uh a plus list
4: and you know i am working on some others too like for instance uh you know I'd mentioned you know Byron Sherry, who you know who was uh-huh. on the Dukes of Hazard you know I'm also working on uh Ben Jones who played Cooter on the show Dukes of Hazard working on him we're just waiting to hear back from uh what he's doing and hopefully we can get him on and uh you know Manny Fernandez is going to be on with us we're also going to have uh for, uh we have to wait till the end of the basketball season to get him on, but Dick is gonna come on yep. with us.
1: And he's a man. you
4: know David, I've spoken with David him before. Benoit. He's the man. David Benoit's gonna be on with us, which is gonna be which now, is gonna be a great thing. Do you interview. think that
1: there's anything that's off limits um with Benoit, kinda like, you know, certain superstars or certain things you don't talk about? I mean I think the burning question with him, uh obviously is gonna be everything with, with Chris Benoit. Um do you think is that off limits or
4: Well I don't know pro- I would say I would say so yeah
0: Probably yeah. not well, going to well I would just
2: it. say out of respect to I mean I would just say you know be respectful and you know I wouldn't I mean that, I think that would be a really personable issue with him I mean I I mean law, I could imagine like, so out yeah out of respect you know out of respect for him and you know his family and everything I would say you know I wouldn't I I wouldn't, wouldn't go into it I want to I wouldn't go into it no because I mean that's that's okay. a personal issue I mean that's but that's that's my opinion you know but
1: Sure sure well no 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 your well, your opinion I mean it, it matters it's valuable to us and you know one thing that I sometimes like to do on my radio shows just because I know that I have a name, like, you know, an ESPN or whatever backing. Um, What I do sometimes is I will go into, you know, i will be like the Jim Rome of our station. I will go into some controversial topics. I mean, I know what, I know what, you know, obviously is respectful and what's disrespectful and uh, I wouldn't, you know, ever cross that boundary because, you know, there's a fine line between, you know, confidence and disrespect. So I, That's true. I really would, I, so I really would, you know, watch that, but you know, I've always been known to kind of go into some topics that may be you know, a, a little tough for some people. And usually they, they come out of it. Okay. Every once in a while, they'll get upset, but you know, and they usually come out of it. Okay. I usually use my, my superior linguistic skills, you know, to, uh, to quell the, quell the anger, but you know, either way, um, so, Icon, I uh, still no, still no one on the line here. Do you want to reach out to our first guest, perhaps? And uh, I, see what's going I, on. I have, I, have, I, have, not, okay. I
4: have. I'm not getting any response. Hmm. So, uh, we'll just have to. We'll just keep uh, chatting. Well, where are next. they from? Are
1: they? Uh, are they? Are they in a place where there's a lot of like snow right now or bad weather? Maybe is. Are they calling from a landline? Maybe phones are down or something, or. I don't think so. No. No?
4: Hmm. No, did you give, code,
1: so Did you give him the right
4: date? Yep, <laughs> I did. He Well, he confirmed. So, uh, okay. you know, another guest that we're going to have that I'm really looking forward to talking to is uh, Larry Harkin. You guys know who that hmm. is?
1: Yes, I've heard the name.
4: Yeah, he uh he was uh one of his great roles, he played uh Doobie, the cab driver in Planes, Trains and Automobiles.
1: Mm. Now, Icon, one more thing. I just realized. Um when you give people and I've heard you do this before, when you give people times for the show, um, what you do oftentimes is you um you you tell him oh hey it's you know this time or whatever but you don't really specify the area code or what and or not the area code the, the 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 time zone so so maybe he's thinking well, cuz he, he's him. in Texas so he he could be he could call in from an hour from now because you know for him 10:20 or whatever is in an hour it's only 9:20 there right now so it really depends
4: well you know like I always tell him I always tell him the time I give him is in central standard time
1: and then, yeah, but not, we, not everybody they, pays attention to that.
4: <laughs> yeah, and if they ask, you know, what, mm-hmm. uh, what it is
1: their time, I tell them. Sure. No, so. see, I'm just OCD about that stuff. Like, what you got to do is, is just do a little bit of research when you talk to them and say, okay, what time zone are they in? What time is it where they're at? Okay, and give them their time because every day they're thinking in their time. So, for example, like with me, you know, if you say, if it's a ghost, or uh, a, a ghost, I'm reading something on the internet here, if it's a, a guest, rather, from New York, you know, and they wanted to come on at, you know, 10.30, you know, you would say 10.30 to them, instead of saying, come on at 9.30 or 10.30 Central Time, because, you know, then they're thinking, it's just the time that they think in, is, is the time that they deal with every day, is, is the time I would use, uh, instead of trying to specify, hey, it's, this time Central Time or this time whatever, just go on and look at what time zone they're in and tell them that time because that's that's what they're going to be accustomed to. Um, but either way, it's no worries. We got plenty of filler here, plenty of time to to talk. Uh, John Cena came out today and Cena came out and said he's going to be entering the Royal Rumble matchup. Uh, do you guys think that that's you know kind of like I right, come on? John Cena's like the Patriots now. I mean, you're sick of seeing him at this point. Like if, if Cena wins the Rumble, I'm going to be uh, highly, highly disappointing.
4: Well, I don't know if uh he would win the Royal Rumble, but I, I'm yeah, sure. Why would they bring him back
1: and have him go through the whole process of wasting a segment on the show talking about it, you know, if he's not going to have an integral part in it? Because normally, you know, the Royal Rumble has like those those special entrances or those surprise surprise entrances. He, he could be one of those surprise entrances. People are like, oh, okay, look at Cena's back. You know, Cena's doing his thing. But the fact that he wasted a half hour segment at the beginning of the show not to have him be an well, integral part. but it of
2: wasn't. It wasn't a total waste. Big swing because McIntyre came out. You know, and then all of a sudden. You know, Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley, they had to interrupt everything. Of course, I loved the very beginning of it when Seth Rollins was taking out Bobby Lashley, you know. And and then, you know, Seth Rollins came out and started, you know, and it was, and then all of a sudden, you know, here comes Dean Ambrose. Well, and Finn Balor comes out to help John Cena and Seth Rollins. So all of a sudden, when they came back from commercial, they made it a six-man tag team match and now you know and then Seth Rollins and John Cena and Finn Balor was against Dean Ambrose, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. And Rollins ended up pinning, you know, Ambrose and everything. So now he goes back he goes run into the back or basically walk into the back after the match was over with and telling Triple H he wants Dean Ambrose tonight in a match for the Intercontinental Championship title and Triple H is giving it to him, so that's going to be the main event. So it wasn't a total loss that John Cena was out there, but I think that's what they were building up for is, you know, so. Well, you know, the one
4: thing that they can – that I don't want to hear people complaining about is the fact that John Cena's back and he's a part-timer. I don't want to hear that argument because what is Brock Lesnar? Same thing. (laughs)
2: Well, and and of course, Brock Lesnar made a brief appearance tonight, you know, with Braun Strowman, you know, but But it's different with Cena, though.
1: It's different with Cena. I mean, Lesnar was big in 03 and then was only really there for about three years and left to try out for the NFL and left to, to do some MMA stuff and all the stuff that he was trying to do. John Cena has been the everyday face of the company. He was. Arguably bigger than The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Kane, those guys from the Attitude Era. He, every single day for what, 13 years, was the anchor. He's been a 16
2: time (laughs) champion. He's been a 16 time champion. You know, I mean I like John Cena, you know, I, I would like to meet John Cena. That's you know, yeah. I I've always liked John Cena. I've never had a problem you know, with I don't John. Have a
1: problem with John A lot him. of people just hate just a lot of people hate
2: him, you know, a lot of people hate him. But hey, mm-hmm. at least when he was champion, he was there defending that title. You can't say hey, no oh, about yeah. that about Brock Lesnar.
4: Speaking of that, I mean uh what, we won't be able to go into it with him. We might be able to have him touch on it just a little bit. But uh, we're going to have a guest on that uh, does not particularly care for John Cena. And uh, that is Rick Bassman. He's going to be on the show. Wow, now. why is
2: that? Oh, wow. Well,
4: uh, he wouldn't go into it. Uh, but, you know, Rick Bassman is one of those that uh, he actually helped discover the ultimate warrior and Sting. And, uh, you know, the other announcements I want to make is we have next week a surprise buddy. My surprise Uh-oh. buddy joining the show as a co host. And who's that? Actually, well,
1: it's, it's a not a surprise. surprise if you tell us, so don't tell us.
4: Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Because
1: don't tell us on here. air. My yeah.
4: surprise buddy. Is going to be here to help out the show, and I cannot wait for my surprise buddy to arrive. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be. This a, could be, be
2: interesting. Great.
1: It's going to be great. Now, I heard no. I heard a wrestling uh SiriusXM there's a wrestling um there's a wrestling show um and, and I'm trying to remember the name of it here. Uh, in fact, let me just do a quick uh, Google search. I believe it's on it's on Fight Nation. Um should I remember the name of the show now, which I'll I'll bust it open. That's what it is. Um they were talking about, you know, Triple H being looked at as, you know, one of these top guys, one of these major guys. And uh, he he was saying that the host was saying that you know he's not Stone Cold he's not The Rock he's not The Undertaker he, you know he's not Ric Flair he's he, you know he's great in the in the in the lore of of WWF but he's not an all time elite and I, I don't know if I agree with that I think Triple H um, what is is gonna go down as one of the best because of some of the massive storylines he was in. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So. I don't know if you agree. Well, the reason I bring that up, the reason I bring that up was just was just because and like I said, we're trying to kill a little bit of time here and get the uh get the um, you know, the 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 crowd something to listen to uh while we wait for our guests. Uh, I do want to do want to tell you this is brought to you by sharpshooterfunding.com. Uh check them out www.sharpshooterfunding.com all your funding needs. If you need something funded, go on. They'll take care of it for you. Um, they, they, they love helping people. They love showing out money. So go on and check them out, sharpshooterfunding.com. Uh, the reason I bring that up uh, is, is because I heard that, and it got under my skin a little bit, because one of the best moments that I remember, now, again, in 01, I was in eighth grade. The only reason I remember that is because I I remember, actually I was in seventh grade because I was in eighth grade when September 11th happened. And that was September of 01. Um, So I was in seventh grade when this happened, because this was January uh, of 01. And I I remember watching it and, you know, to me, one of the best moments uh, in wrestling history to me, again, I'm young and I don't have a lot of the same, uh, memory as icon does when it comes to and even granny when it comes to watching wrestling for a long a uh, long period of time but one of the best moments to me called to utter perfection by by arguably the best play-by-play announcer of all time took place and i called up busted open and i mentioned this to them uh this particular i didn't play it but i mentioned this particular clip and how can you say triple h uh, is not one of the best ever when you hear something like this. Again, 18 years ago tonight. Oh my God. And now
3: Austin is ready for Angle to stand up. He's waiting for him. He's matching him up. It could be Stone Cold under pie. Be careful, Kurt. He's going to stun you. Angle's out of it. No, look. Angle blocked Austin. No. Austin counters Angle. No. Angle countered Austin. No. Oh, Sold the referee, but Austin has a title one. Austin has the starter. Where did Triple H come from? Damn Triple H. Damn his soul. Now what they are, the referee's down. He now thanks to Triple H. There's no referee. But Kurt Angle that, pr- oh Austin has a WWE title one here. What is the Look out, This is not right. to come
2: the game. Look at his ass in a ring.
3: What? Austin wants Hensley. What? The game has screwed Stone Cold out of the WWF by God title. I'm going to tell you one thing, Rattlesnake. You're inviting the wrong man into that ring now. Well, maybe he is, and maybe he's not. By God, let's get it on here. I'll tell you one thing. He's getting ready. like a man screwed Stone Cold out of the title. True, but he Let's get it on here. You cost off to the title, you bastard. Better Triple H. Get in there fighting. You want to spit him out of the title. Oh, don't worry. He's going to no. get in there, all right? Well, there ain't no ankle tied to his ass. Get in there and fight him, game. Yeah. Well, that's what you want. Look at the smile on Austin's face. You're the man that almost ended Triple H's career. Turn You can see it. He's about to explode. You can.
1: I get goosebumps, honestly. 18 years ago tonight, uh, and, and I heard the you know, the host of that show telling me, you know, uh, tell, telling the masses that, you know, he's not elite. He's not one of the top guys. He's not an Austin, a Rock, an Undertaker. He's not a Ric Flair, a Sting, a you know, whatever. He's not an icon, pun intended. Um, you can't tell me that moments like that just happen to anybody. I mean, that that was arguably one of the most intense and most uh, dramatic and, and exciting moments I remember as a wrestling fan, um, and, and and it had to do with Triple H. So, I mean, love him or hate him, uh, the, the guy was in the most amazing storylines throughout, you know, when he really came into, you know, into uh, prominence in 2000, all the way through even to today. Uh, so... Uh, again, you can't, can't tell me that. We'll talk a little bit about Busted Open and what your guys' take is on whether or not Triple H is quote-unquote elite uh, in a little bit. But again, that clip was 18 years ago today, or at least this week. It was on the 8th, not the 7th, but still this week, 18 years ago uh, on Monday Night Raw. So we'll get into that. But Icon, we do have a caller on the line right now. Uh, I think it might be our second guest, a uh, 513. Yep. 513? yep. yep. Right, yep. Okay. So I'm going to put them through. I'm going to flip over to the national championship game here on the other station just to uh, make sure everything's going golden with that. And I'm going to let you do your thing. And uh, we'll go from there. There we go. Ooh, ooh. Ladies and gentlemen,
4: stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our second combatant of the night actually our first, but she is scheduled to be the second She is none other than the hottest independent wrestler in the year 2019, the year of the Reed. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Shauna Reed. Hey, Shauna, how are you?
2: I'm good.
6: How are you guys?
4: Good. Now, tell me, was that not the best introduction you've ever had?
6: That was the best introduction, hashtag year of the Reed, and the best of 2019. I I agree with that.
4: Well here's here's what we like to do. Uh, after uh, our guest gets the, their their grand introduction, we like to have them give us a little background about themselves and we ask them questions. So if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, we'll interview
6: you. Okay, um, well, I started wrestling about three and a half years ago. Um, I was I'm still the only female at Cody Hawks um, professional wrestling training in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Many have come and gone. I've done a few um, WWE extra spots in my three years, um, and I'm about to go wrestle internationally for the second time in June in London, England, so I'm excited about that. Um, Let's see. I don't know. I guess that's pretty much (laughs) the
4: background. Well, so from being uh, from Cincinnati, Ohio, you should know this. When I say oh, you say i o. There you go. Are you a Big Buckeyes fan too?
6: Um, I mean, I I honestly
2: don't watch
6: really sports that much. But I mean, I do keep up with what's going on, so. So, um
2: in
4: your uh tenure in the business, have you uh, you know, you mentioned that you're the only female uh, with your current company, have you? Uh, is that the only one that you've been wrestling for, or have you branched out and uh, went into other entities as well?
6: Oh no, I've wrestled um, many different places around the United States, and then even in England. Um, that's just where I train is in Cincinnati, and I train with Cody Hawk at his wrestling school. But no, I've I've wrestled for. Many different promotions um, in Illinois, Los Angeles, uh, Minnesota, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana. Um, I wrestled all over.
4: Have Have you ever been up to uh, North Dakota or New York or Oklahoma?
6: I have not. I was, um, apparently only I was in I wrestled in Pennsylvania and apparently I was like only an hour from New York and I didn't realize that, but that was about a year and a half
4: ago. And in your uh in your time with the different companies who who have you uh which company have you spent the most time in?
6: Um, either probably Pow in Chicago. Um I wrestled for this um Promotion called uh, PWA in um, Springfield, Illinois. Um, I haven't been back there for a few months, but I probably have wrestled there for about a year and a half. And then probably HPW in Columbus, Indiana, I've wrestled there quite a bit. But probably my longest one has been POW in Chicago.
4: And you know, you mentioned that uh, you're the only female with uh, the current promotion is that because uh, no gals want to step up to the plate and face you because you're so tough uh, and they they couldn't take the competition? Is it something like that? Or he just doesn't want to – he just can't find anybody that uh, is of your stature?
6: Well, I'd like to thank both. But um, there have been girls that have tried to come through his training class, but um, they realize wrestling isn't all just fun and games. And um, it like actually takes really hard work, and it's extremely painful, and they just kind of wimp out and can't take it.
4: So have you um have have you been in the ring with some of these females, and uh, you know they come do some come to the door thinking like, okay, you know wrestling is all fake and this and that, and uh, do they ever go in the ring with you, and you say well. I'll show you what wrestling is really about. Is it any ever anything like that? Uh, do they do people come in with big heads saying that they can do this, uh, and then you guys smarten them up to the business? Is that basically how it goes, or is it
5: not like that?
6: Uh, it, that is honestly basically how it goes. I can't tell you how many times both guys and girls um, they come up to me on like their first day of training saying that that they want this, that this is that they're going to work so hard and they're going to make it to you know wwe and all this and that this is their dream and then they get in there and they take a few bumps and we never see them again um so obviously it's not as big of a dream as they think it is and they i guarantee people came in thinking this was easier than it is and it's not and um I'm well it's like any pro sport like.
1: though it's like any pro sport people watch you know the nfl or watch the NBA or watch whatever in it Something that they do, like let's say, oh hey, I play basketball. I mean, how hard can it be? Or you know, these guys, these guys and girls in pro sports make it look so easy. But when you actually get to that level, it is extremely difficult to perform at that level, and only a small amount of people get to do it. Um, but that's one of those things too that always irritates me when people say, "Hey, wrestling's fake. It's scripted. It's it, it's all a story. It's an act." It's uh, I had a um, I had somebody once say to me that wrestling is like, they're like theater geeks with muscles basically. And like, to me, I, I, I get it. Okay. I understand the mic work and and the storylines and things like that are, but when you're in that ring, it's still a lot of physical activity and there's still actual physical contact that goes on. So to me, like the whole fake thing uh, always kind of got under my skin because you're still, you're still putting your body on the line every single night.
6: Oh, yeah, it gets under my skin so much because I have cracked my sternum, I have torn um, biceps, I've torn <clears> my shoulder, <throat> I've broken ribs, I've had seven concussions, I've legit gone through so many, so all these people that tell me it's fake, I'm like, well, here's my medical bills, you tell me how fake it is.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that, you know, cracked ribs and concussions and stuff, uh, to me, that would be like getting hit uh, with a with a 70 mile an hour uh, semi when you're in the vehicle, and uh, that happened to me. So it, it, it oh, kind of yes, like that, comes like a Put yourself
1: into this
5: somehow. That's funny. Right.
4: Exactly. <laughs> so in, 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 your, in your in your time in the in the business since you since you've been part of it, have you had a chance to win any titles, or are you going to be going after any titles in the near future?
6: Um, yeah, I've actually been a two-time and longest-reigning powerbomb women's champion up in Toledo. Um, I'm the current PWK women's champion um, in um, Indiana. And I just had a title match for the War Women's Wrestling for Lima, Ohio, but um, the ref got distracted by the girl's boyfriend, and she hit me over the top of the head with the belt, and you know how that kind of goes. Um I'm also on the verge of going for the intergender title at HPW. So, um we'll see about that. And I'm the current Blue Water Championship Wrestling Women's Champion up in Port Huron, Michigan.
4: Now, I was I was kinda curious. You know, you mentioned you have, you know, all these titles and you're holding all these different titles. Do you ever go to an event? and then showcase all your titles or is there is there rules on there saying that you cannot bring this title to where you're at and show it off you is there any rules like that
6: Well the titles that I have won the promotions that I um work for they keep titles afterwards There are some promotions that I give the titles to their title holders to take care of until the next show but all the promotions that I have been a title holder for they keep their titles till the next show. So I've never been able to currently, like, roll around with one of my belts.
4: All right. Shauna Reed is our guest, and uh, we got about 20-some minutes here left with you. Now, when you're out there wrestling, are you? would you consider yourself a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or do you let the crowd decide what you're going to be?
6: Um, I kind of base I guess I'm a tweener because nine times out of ten, uh, they have me as a heel. Um, I'm a very tall I'm a five foot ten, tall girl that I guess is like pretty intimidating and um most girls on the Indies are, you know, like five four, five five. So they usually have me as heel. But there are those few places that have me as baby faces. So I kinda just go on the tweener mode, like, you know, I'm going to go out there and do what I can to win, and you're either going to like it or you're not going to like it and see how it goes.
4: So that brings me to the next point. Uh Granny, what do you have for our uh, our guest?
2: <laughs> well, hello. My name's Granny Holkster, and I, first of all, I am not a wrestler. I'm just a huge fan, even though I have this wonderful gimmick name that was given to me Seventeen years ago, because I love wrestling so much. But um, and I love giving the heels, whether it's men or women. I love giving the heels lots of grief because that's what I that's what I do best. You know, when I go to these independent shows. Matter of fact, we have a show over in Oklahoma that I have a friend that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called wrestling for a cause. So we have a few female wrestlers at WFC periodically from time to time. And we've got one wrestler, his name's double D and his little valet, her name is queen Erica. And I call him double dork, but, and I call her the phony queen, but you know, (laughs) I like giving her lots of groove too, but um, you should come to Oklahoma sometime. We would love to have you, have you at wrestling for a cause, but, um, I guess uh, one of my questions, or this is an opinion or whatever, because um, I was at a independent show one time called Traditional Championship Wrestling in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and they used to do TV tapings. They don't run anymore, but they still show the old reruns down in the Little Rock, Arkansas area. I live in Arkansas, but there was a little boy there that had the poster, and you know when y'all were talking about you know how people say wrestling's fake and everything um the little boy had a poster it says wrestling is real people are fake what's your opinion you know about that and I know you touched a little bit about that earlier when you were talking about you know your injuries and everything and what's your opinion about that
6: I actually have a shirt that says that um but, yeah, first of all, I would love to come to Oklahoma. That's actually one of my little states on my map that I have yet to have a keychain for because I'm a wrestling nerd, and whenever I travel somewhere, I get a keychain from the state that I wrestle in. Um, but uh, I, that poster and my shirt that I have, I totally agree with because when people come up and tell me, oh, wrestling's fake, and then I, you know, either mention my injuries and tell them they can pay my uh, medical bill, <coughs> I, or I, you know, tell them get in a ring and take a bump and then come tell me if wrestling's real or wrestling's fake. And nine times out of 10, they either a won't get in the ring or B they get in the ring and realize just how hard the mat is and it's not soft and all that. I mean, wrestling sure it's scripted. Like I'm like, I may know like the storyline and where the storyline's going but the amount of physical abuse that we put on our bodies just for entertainment purposes is completely 110% real.
2: Oh, I, I agree because I have a very good friend who I've known for many years in the wrestling business and he wrestled for TCW and he was in a match at um, Clarksville, Arkansas, and uh, he actually got thrown he was on the top ring rope. The guy he was facing was his name was Titan and Titan was seven foot two. And he took he took Mr Saturday night, Michael Berry, in a choke slam hole on the top ring rope and threw him off the top ring rope ...in through a table and he went crushing through the table and as I said, they did their TV taping, so they immediately go to the crowd, and they immediately put me on the camera, and I'm standing there with my left hand over my heart and my right hand over my mouth, like you know, like gasping, like <gasps> you know. <because laughs> I, I I am one of those fans that I love to interact with the wrestlers. I mean, I had Tommy Dreamer use my cane on Matt Riviera at the last TCW show that they ever did. During the match, I mean, he took literally took my cane out of my hand and used my cane on Matt Riviera. So, I I'm one of those fans. I I don't do anything to get myself into trouble. Just saying that out there, listeners. I mean, Granny Granny is very good here. I don't do anything to get myself kicked out of the building or not that yeah, kind of interaction. No but I <laughs> yes, I am fun, and I've been told that I'm loads of fun at wrestling shows. Big Swing, you just haven't mm-hmm. seen Granny in action yet. But uh, I but I love, I love, I love, you know, giving the back. I mean, I had one wrestler. He says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? And I grabbed my keys out of my purse. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I just, I, I, they, they throw something at me, and I just throw it right back at them. So, but, uh, but you Reed sound absolutely we amazing.
4: Have, we have about uh, 15 minutes here left with Shauna. Uh, well, I was going
1: to ask, um, Shauna, if if you get a chance, um, everybody has their favorite you know, athlete growing up. So, I mean, obviously I've never, uh, you know, wrestled, but I played basketball. So growing up all the way through high school and college, Tracy McGrady was my favorite player and all that and, and whatnot. Um, but, but doing what you do, everyone has, you know, icons, pun intended. And, uh, and, and, you know, I guess, idols per se. Was there a particular uh, female wrestler, uh, or any wrestler for that matter, um, that you looked up to and really kind of idolized and maybe tried to model your style after a little bit?
6: Well, growing up, when I first started, like, watching wrestling, um, my two, like, idols were uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, which a lot, (laughs) pretty much like everybody's. But, um, but
1: they're, they're what, two good idols to have, though.
6: <laughs> yeah, but what pushed me into actually pursuing this um, was uh, currently Dean Ambrose and A.J. Lee. And it really was A.J. Lee who really, like, kind of was like, all right, here's a girl that I, like, she didn't get in the biz. she didn't get to where she was because she had family. She didn't get to where she was because you know, she was dating somebody on the roster, she got to where she was, because she was freaking good at being a wrestler, and so, after that, and then, like, how I wanted to model, like, you know, my characters, I ended up picking two of, like, I guess you could call, say, crazy characters, um, like, to kind of model myself off of, and Dean Ambrose is from Cincinnati, where I was from, so I looked up who trained him, and I messaged, him and started training with Cody the next week and so um I guess I like really like based myself my character moves that's really off of AJ and both Am- and Ambrose both um but you know like those were more current and then females in the past was definitely Mickey James and Victoria
1: how do you feel about Alexa Bliss
6: I, I like Alexa. I've actually gotten to meet her quite a few times when I worked out to do some extra spots for WWE. So I kind of mm. gotten to actually watch her a little bit more as well. I heard she's a lot and, nicer in person
1: than she is uh, on the screen, in the ring. Uh,
6: when The first time I met her, she wasn't very nice, but then like the other few times that uh, I've gotten to go back to WWE, she's actually become one of the more nicer ones that I've gotten to come in contact with so um, I do really like her as a wrestler and as a character and she's definitely becoming like you know I think I want to see her back in the ring soon so I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen
4: Uh, Shauna Reed is our guest here and uh, Shauna we're going to take a quick time out here so we can uh, take care of this I had uh, sent you a little script uh, for a little liner that we're going to have you do we're going to take care of that now and then we got uh we're going to break out the difficult question board for you oh god uh oh <laughs> okay all right so i'll go ahead and count you down from 5 then we'll go ahead and do that and then we'll uh we'll continue uh if you're ready we can do that yeah all right here we go ready Five, mm-hmm. four, three, two, one. 4 1
6: Hey, this is Shawna Reed. You're listening to Attitude Era live with the host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster.
1: That was beautiful. No. So Icon, you we send them the script. You send them the script, and you always put your name first. You know what I'm
4: saying? <laughs> uh, it's I didn't I didn't type it up though. That's the thing. It, Who typed it up automatically? Uh Garber did actually, but anyway, that's not something that we need to discuss right now. We have a guest on thanks, but anyway, <laughs> so I always ask uh all our guests this uh in the independent sense because no one has ever answered it the same. Everybody has their own take on it, so I'm gonna put this to you when you're an independent wrestler, you know you basically get to you know control your own destiny, you get to do what you want, this and that, and you basically live life the way you want when you get to the wwe they tell you what you can do who you can talk to where you go where you can't go this and that and they basically control every aspect of your life now we all know as a wrestler the big dance the wwe is where everybody strives to get to what is your thought on that uh do you want to stay independent or is the wwe where you want to get to (laughs)
6: Well, when I first got into wrestling, of course, WWE was my 100% goal, Um, and then, you know, when you get to work extras work and do some things with them, you're just amazed with everything that, like, goes on backstage, and, you know, it's just, uh, it's an amazing experience. Um, I've gotten to go to lunch with one of the WWE superstars that I used to really look up to, and it was, like, kind of kind of an eye opener to me how, um, he brought like WWE into the light for me. Like, um, we were just me, Cody and him were at dinner and like, he just completely like brought out this new side of WWE to me of like informing me, like, um, how you, you literally have no creativity when you go there. Um, they like how you said they control like everything about you, legit every single word you say. Like you can't even like go off their promo a little bit, you know, like into making it kind of your own without getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, so it kind of like opened up a little bit of the door to me. Like, do I really want to do this? Because I'm a very creative person, and especially with my wrestling, I want to you know like still like be creative about that.
2: And don't uh-huh. get me wrong,
6: if Vince, if Vince McMahon put a freaking contract in front of me, I would probably sign it. But then, like, with, what Um, Cody Rhodes is coming out with, like, that all-in all, all in or whatever is how he just, like, uh-huh. I guess, opened that. Like, that's another door that is being opened. And I feel like that might be more, like, lenient. And you might be able to like, keep your creative juices flowing. So I'm kind of in a mixture with that, like.
1: Well, WWE I has do. a. I, I've heard through the grapevine they have sort of a uh, a favoritism type of thing. Like so, for example, um, you know, obviously, you know, like you said, you can't really deviate from their script that they write out and stuff like that, mic work wise. But if you're a guy like back in the day, you know, The Rock, or you know, or Rock wrote all of his own, or you know, Stone Cold kind of did his own thing. Triple H some of those guys could get off of script to get off of mic a little bit uh, because they were the money, the money makers, the breadwinners, you know, the, the, the mid card wrestlers really can't deviate from anything. But I mean, if you're, if you're greasing the pockets of, uh, of uh, Vince McMahon and, and the, the brass of WWE, they give you a little bit more flexibility in that regard I've heard.
6: Yeah. If you're John Cena, they're not going to tell you like, don't, well, like they're pretty much. I don't even think they're going to give you a script. They're just going to go and be like, "Look, this is a gen general situation. Go out there and cut a promo." Like they're yeah. not going to tell John Cena. But if you're just starting out,
1: or... like you said, if Vince McMahon came to you and want to do something, probably for the first couple of years where you're just starting out, yeah, they pretty much would control you, probably. Or At least try to.
6: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
4: Cool. Now, Shana, when is uh? When is your your next event? Uh, uh, have they? Do you know when your next event is and who your opponent is? Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. We got about five minutes here left with you.
6: Um, my next event is, um, I think, on the twenty fifth. I took two weeks off. Um, it's either going to be on, on, I think, it's January twenty fifth. <laughs> that bad that I don't know. Uh, sorry, January twenty sixth. Um, it's in Michigan, and I'm supposed to be going up against this uh, this woman named Tenchi or something like that. Um, so it's for the AIWS Women's Title. So that'll be in Michigan. Um, I've wrestled her before a long time ago, like my second match on the Indies. And so I've very much improved since the last time we've stepped in a ring together, so that'll be fun.
4: Well, we do have good news for you. Any guests that we've had on that has went for a title you know, within a couple weeks or a couple months uh, after they've been on the show, they've always won. And I'm proud to uh, update our fans that we have reached an apex for this. Since we've been doing this, we are now – at the four hundred and oh mark. So you need to keep the street going for us. You need to be four oh one for us. Cry. <laughs> and then uh, also um do you think uh, you might be able to uh you'd be willing to send us some uh, autographs for giveaways for uh for our fans if I send you an address? Yeah probably okay cool. Uh, yeah whatever you, whatever you can do we'd appreciate it. And uh, Shauna Reed is our guest. We we're gonna wrap things up here. So if uh, our fans wanted to uh, check you out and uh, keep track of you, do you have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? You got a Twitter? You got a YouTube? What do you got?
6: I have got, got all all of them. Um, my Facebook, they just type in my name, Shauna Reed. My Instagram is Shauna underscore Reed. My Twitter is let's see. I'm... Trying to think of my Twitter as I'm not very hip to the Twitter world yet. Um, It's Shauna Reed 93, and then my YouTube channel is Stubborn Angel
1: 93. Cool. Just writing all this down here so we can give her a a follow from the show. So, all right. Um, Awesome. Now, um, tell us real quick like a match that you've been involved in. I know that you know you've you've been doing it a couple years now, and you probably had a a bunch of matches in the memory bank. But if there's one that you remember that was your overall favorite match, whether it was the atmosphere, whether it was the way that the match went, storyline wise, whether it was just the match that you that stands out to you in your career that you can look back and say, "Wow, that was my favorite match I've been a part of."
6: Um, it was probably um, myself versus um, Ryan Michaels. Uh, it was for our old company here in Cincinnati called CWAI. It was for a title tournament match. I was the only girl in the title tournament to become the first ever champion with a bunch of guys. And um, me and him went out there. And we just, the chemistry me and him had in the ring, uh, the reactions of the fans, because I'm, I'm such a heel. I was such a heel at CWAI. And then he was like the ultimate baby face. And um, like he pushed me into doing moves that I didn't know I could do yet or what haven't given him was, didn't know, like he wanted me to do all of them, you know, like, and it was just like, it was honestly to me, that was my most magical and most amazing match because we both pushed each other's limits and um, like we connected so well and it's, honest it's my most viewed match on youtube as well so other people do you like intergen- intergender intergender
1: matches or i know some some female wrestlers don't like them
6: um i do because um like i said earlier i'm a very tall girl um so a lot of the time on the indies i can't do the like flipping moves that i want to do or i can't do like Uh, I can't take certain moves from girls because I'm bigger than them. Um, And like I said, I can't do the flippy moves that I want to do because the girl can't hold me because she's not strong enough because she's smaller than me. So I like doing Hmm. intergender matches a lot.
1: So do you have like a a build of like, uh, let's say, like a Charlotte Flair type of build with that height?
6: uh, Yeah, height-wise. Me and Charlotte are exactly the same height, like I've stood next to her yeah. in w w e before um i okay. don't, I'm not as muscular as her, but we are the same height, and I've been actually compared to her as in i guess looking like her a little bit on the Indies, like when I'm at shows, people chant Charlotte, so I was like, okay, well, that's not a bad thing
4: well you're actually- you're actually better looking than she is we we know we know this
6: oh, I appreciate
4: that. <laughs> And uh, you, unlike Charlotte Flair, you don't have a restraining order against me, so uh, Uh.
1: that also makes sense (laughs) Well, not yet, Icon, not yet Uh, Everything, there's a time for everything
4: Well, she she promised you uh, as long as I stopped calling at 2 in the morning, she wouldn't, uh, she would drop the restraining order So I'm going to do that, so you won't have to worry about getting those calls at 2 in the morning anymore
6: Yeah, two o one.
1: Pre-pre- right, exactly. But okay.
4: <laughs> so uh well,
1: In these voicemails of just just breathing. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. I see
1: but you. Yeah. Well, I'll
4: tell you what, Sean, we do appreciate uh you taking the time out of your schedule uh to join us tonight. Uh we do appreciate it and uh we would like to have you back on again uh at some point when your schedule allows it again, and uh we uh we appreciate uh, all that you uh can do for us. Uh, with the autographs, and uh, we just appreciate you being you and being awesome, and we thank you.
6: Oh, Oh, no, thank you guys so much. And, yeah, anytime you need me, just shoot me a message.
4: Sounds good. I will definitely take you up on that. Thank you. Awesome. That was Shauna Reed, ladies and gentlemen. She is the 2019 year of the Reed, and she is the El Capitan Leader of the Reed movement. So yeah,
1: El Capitan. Thinking.
4: Yeah,
0: I mean, one and,
1: and, and it goes and it goes back to back here. Uh, we do have another caller on with us as well. I'm assuming it's the scheduled second guest. Uh, six six one five area code. Yep,
4: that's them. That's them. Yep.
1: That is it. Okay, so I'm going to uh, put them through, and you can do your thing.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, these two are the funniest comedy country duo in history. Ladies and gentlemen, we call them Williams and Reed, but they like to be referred to as the Indian and the white guy. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Williams and Reed. Hey, guys. How Thank are you?
7: Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Thank you. But please don't say we're the funniest because then – they really expect us to be that funny. Then we have to live <laughs> okay. up to that.
4: Well, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, uh, I appreciate uh, you taking time out of your schedule uh, to join us. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have you on as long as you can stomach us, you know, because uh, we yeah. want to get some trade secrets and all the other good thank stuff. You. And, uh, <laughs> thank you. And
1: thank you for calling. We'll, uh...
7: Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was gonna to to... say, do
1: you want me to hang up now, Icon? Because I mean, I'm not quite sure how long it's <laughs> gonna <to> last. <laughs> uh, uh, just, just so
7: we can just so we can get it straight, who is Williams and who is Ree? Which one is which?
5: I'm Williams. I'm the white
7: man. And I'm Ree. I'm the
5: Indian. Cool.
7: You know, I've seen you guys uh,
4: several several times. And I'm gonna kind of take you guys back. I don't know if you guys remember this event or not. Uh, but if not, it's it's okay. But uh, you we didn't are,
5: touch her. She said she was 19. Uh, well,
4: no, we're not. We're not. We're not talking about when you dated my cousin. No, I'm not talking. I'm not bringing that up. No, no, no.
5: Oh. Uh, okay.
4: I'm not bringing that up. Uh, you guys, you guys uh, uh, did a little uh, show at the Fargo Dome here in my hometown uh, during the Lumberjack. Uh, festival, and uh, Williams had made a joke. Uh, you know, they just did the log rolling thing, and Williams said, "You know, I haven't seen a log that big since we were eating government cheese."
5: Now, do you Ooh. remember that?
7: Ooh. Well, well, of course, of course, I remember that. I grew up on government cheese, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I didn't know the white guy had the same problem.
5: Uh yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> and now they've changed
5: the recipe so it's uh it's no longer a, a viable joke. So No,
7: no, and no. you
5: can you can't get a log now. It's it's just all uh
1: It's, it's just, just
7: Velveeta. The Velveeta <laughs> that the government is buying. Do you still eat it? No, not very often.
1: Oh no, okay. no. No.
7: Because they
5: used to ship uh, it right to the door. And they used to I, ship I, when, it right to his when, door.
7: When I get my five pound chunks, I, I trade them <laughs> for what?
5: <laughs>
7: well, you know, anything that we might uh, need at that time. Hmm. Yeah. Sexual like, favors.
4: Uh, you, you guys don't ever trade that stuff for joke books, do you?
7: No, but
5: no. Probably just, we probably <laughs> we we should do that though someday.
4: <laughs> so, uh, first off, we want we want to, uh, you guys tell us how you guys gravitate, gravitated towards each other.
7: You know, a lot of
5: people ask. It yeah, that's a question. common question. You know, uh, how did we get together? That, when you know, did, we uh, did, Actually, did we start?
7: Did did we start? Was there that,
5: anyone that, that was going to be? And started. and there you have it.
4: I don't think they quite answered the question.
7: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll tell you exactly. We met in college. Black Hills State College, Spearfish, South Dakota. Many, many moons so, ago. So you guys met
4: in college, so basically you were doing uh, his homework, right?
7: Yeah, After I
5: was he, I was filling in uh the Indian's homework because uh he was too busy doing powwows all the time and yes, and I was really, uh,
7: and I wasn't worried because I was there on government grants so it's okay. I was
1: going to say, at least he got to go to school for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah.
7: Actually made money. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah, he actually made money. You know? yeah. so,
4: uh, so, since you guys want, You mentioned uh, Black Hill College, so I guess that means you guys would be from South Dakota, correct?
7: Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Spearfish,
4: and, South uh, Dakota. And uh, you guys all know that I'm from uh, North Dakota, and uh, of course, uh, my partner there, Big Swing, would mention that South Dakota is the better of the Dakotas. Uh, what is your guys'
7: uh, yes. yes, 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 no, no doubt about that. But my question is, how did Big Swing get his name?
1: Icon well, gave it to me. Uh, I, I don't know where he came up with it, but uh, I've been I've been rolling with it so. Uh,
7: I like it. Well, see, I like you guys,
4: yeah. big big swing is actually he see he doesn't like to talk about this. He's actually a scratch golfer, and uh, oh, he's actually uh, he's actually pretty he's actually pretty good with a hockey stick. So we 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 Ooh. went with big swing.
1: Um, I, I I'm good at I'm good at miniature golf if that counts for anything. But <laughs> actual you know actual golf itself uh, I'm not so sure about, but. But hey, you know what? I'll I'll uh I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Why not? And All then right. I also
4: want to I also want to introduce you guys uh, guys to our other uh, host, uh, Granny Hulkster. And I know that she's got a couple questions for you, so she's gonna ask you a couple yeah. questions. I'm gonna ask you guys a tough one.
2: Well, I you know I <clears throat> that's just a gimmick name that I was given about 17 years ago because I love to watch you know, wrestling, you know, WWE wrestling, independent wrestling. I'm a big wrestling fan, so that's where that name Granny Hulkster came into play. Gosh, um you know, Icon you just threw me threw me for a loop. I was just trying to think of a really good question to ask these guys. Um Well well who is your favorite who is your favorite female wrestler now? Well now? Um yeah. Well right, I like you well, you, Well, no, I'm not an Alexa Bliss fan. You know that, Big Swing. Everybody's um,
1: an Alexa Bliss fan. Why Why wouldn't you be? No, well, no,
2: because I'm not, I'm not, no. I mean, I mean, Alexa Banks, you know, Alexa Banks, and, you know, Ronda Rousey's okay, you know, I, um... But, you know, back in the day, I, I really liked to watch uh, Trish Stratus and Lita wrestle a lot, you know, and everything. And I've met Mickey James. Oh, Game. I thought you were going
1: with, like, um, Fabulous Moolah and, and May Young.
2: Well, Mae, well, yeah, well, that was before my time, guys. I mean, <laughs> May Young, I mean, I know the names, but Mae Young and the Fabulous Moolah was way before Granny's time. I'm only 56 years old, guys, so, you know. I'll, have, I'll be 57 in August, you know, and proud to say of it. But, you know, I'm very familiar with Moolah and, you know, Mae Young, you know, and, and everything. Of course, you know, there was Sensational Sherry, you know, back in the day. And, you know, so a lot of great women wrestlers, but. Um, yes, I just I like just, to watch them wrestle.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: More so, so no. now, because uh, they were all yeah. on a tight spandex and everything, but yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. they look it's, great.
7: They look great and they, they perform fabulous uh, stunts that I could never do and uh and I just I like the way they do that, you know. It's just uh one of my uh one of my little uh habits that I watch every now and then. Uh only the females. Do you
5: remember so Indian long... wrestling?
4: <laughs> Indian
5: wrestling. You remember Indian wrestling when you used to wrap your legs around a another person and didn't and just roll around and
7: yeah. Granny, have you ever done that?
2: No, I, I've never done that. <laughs> no, I, no, never have done that. I mean, I've been handcuffed to a manager now and then, you know, at WFC. <laughs> I have, I have a, I have a friend. I have a friend over in Oklahoma that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called wrestling for a cause. And a year ago in January, one of their managers for London Calling, his name's Richard Pierce, he's kind of the bad guy manager, he kept wanting uh-huh. to interfere in the match. So they literally came out, Drake Gallows and Sam Sackhouse, they were wrestling against London Calling, and they came out with a pair of handcuffs, and they literally handcuffed me to this manager to keep him from interfering during the match.
7: <laughs> oh, that, is a, that was a good... That was a smart thing to do because those managers are just rascals.
2: Yeah, and you know, and Tommy Dreamer, he, uh, there was a federation called Traditional Championship Wrestling that quit running in 2013, and Tommy Dreamer actually, because I was using a cane at the time, because before I had my first knee replacement surgery, he actually came and took my cane out of my hand and used it on Matt Riviera during the match. You know, so. Oh. Um, oh. Gra- granny likes to holler at all the bad guy wrestlers i mean they get in my face they they make fun of me you know they tease me and they'll say something to me and i'll just throw it right back out to him i had one wrestler say granny don't you have a curfew back at the nursing home and i just grabbed my keys and oh, wow. i said baby i don't need no curfew i got keys to the building so, yeah she <laughs> <you> does know, <laughs> just,
1: she runs the whole place
2: i'm I mean, I I I just I just love I just love interacting with the wrestlers. You know, I've had dinner with Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Tommy Dreamer before, so you know that oh. that was a that that was a thrill in itself. You know, so Absolutely. so so guys,
4: I'm kind of I'm kind of curious, guys. Have you uh, ever had uh, to? Uh, you, you, I'm sure you guys have your own security to keep all those uh, those uh, <laughs> crazy fans from charging the stage on you guys, right? <laughs>
5: Well, yeah, and they're, you know, the fans are so old now, you know, most of them have walkers, so it's easy to spot them. So you can get security out there and line them up, you know, before they ever reach the stage.
1: Yeah, you can see them rolling up. So I I found the clip, if you want me to play it for them, I found the clip uh, you were referencing. I had to go through my whole database of the stuff here at the studio, uh, and and I found the clip. Of, of, of the Dakota clip that, that is, it is further proof that South Dakota, you know, is the better Dakota if, if well, uh, they I'll would tell like to Hey,
4: guys, uh, uh, I'll tell you what. You guys can probably use this in your act if uh, you can uh, bear with it for a couple of seconds so we can play it for you.
1: Well, they can't Good. because it's, it's, well, they can't cause it's from Family Guys, so it's probably trademarked. But either way, they can check it out.
4: Well, I got a ton Go of ahead. business experience. I mean, I had that job creating ads for the North Dakota Board of Tourism. Hi, do you like South Dakota but don't want to see Mount Rushmore? Come to North Dakota. It's just a very long drive from wherever you
7: live. Best of all, most of the good license plates aren't taken yet. Imagine coming here and having
4: cool dude or yay Jews or boo Jews,
1: depending on where you stand on Jews.
4: North Dakota, we're not even the best Dakota.
1: So, yes, they're not even the best Dakota. Yes. But, but you know, I kind of I think that... that I, I think he's got a point saying, uh, North Dakota, it, it's just a very long drive from wherever you live. And, We're you know, that, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, it takes you way. a long, long, straight road filled with flat land to get wherever the hell you're going. So I think he's got a point. Yeah. He's on to something. That's right. <laughs> so, Dakota so, so is way long, better.
4: Uh, how long have you uh, guys been together, and when was your very first show, if you remember that?
5: Our our first show was uh, what we've been together 50 years, and our first show was uh, at the uh, Red Arrow Bar. Uh, I was filling in for the Indians' bass player with his band, yeah. and
7: yeah, but it wasn't actually our first show. We actually did we actually won the talent contest on our first show.
5: And our, for our freshman year, yeah, yeah. And then
7: we would take a $25 check. We would take our guitars over to the girls' dorm and sit on the lawn. And (laughs) these women would come out, and we would just gradually – well, I can't tell you what what happened, but for a while they'd uh, sing along. Did you
4: uh, happen to meet any of uh, the future Mrs. Williams and future Mrs. Ree during one of these events?
7: Many of them. Uh, many of them, yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we d- drag them off then.
5: into the bushes, you know.
7: <laughs> yes. It was just just was, it was in fact a way to meet women. And it and, was and the four co-ed was, dorms. Yeah, the white guy was so ugly. Oh, oh. he was just a, a oh. homely white boy. Oh. And these these women were even uglier than he was, and they would take him.
5: Oh wow. Yeah.
7: Cuddle him. Yeah. Softly.
5: I had uh, my face, uh, oh, I had such a bad complexion. I looked like the star goalie for the Minnesota dart team.
0: Oh,
4: God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you guys are hilarious. That's why I love you. That's why I'm glad you guys are uh, on with us. Uh, William Zaree is our guest. And uh, these guys are, are just a laugh a minute, these two together. Now, how often uh, do you guys do shows? Uh, do you try and do like one a week, uh, a couple week? How often do you guys uh, are you on a
7: tour? And we we try to do as many shows as we can, but it's down to about maybe 60,
1: 60 shows a year now. We are. still a good time. amount, though. That's still a pretty good amount yeah. of uh, of traveling and things, yeah. Yeah,
7: yeah, and and, and like six of those are like t- three and four day festivals that we get to host and and we go out in between the acts and we do
1: our little thing and then we tell them Mm -hmm. who's coming on and we tell them now uh, you see i've i really appreciate uh you know your style of of comedy and the fact that you guys you know have a a sense of humor and all that for me i i mean i grew up on on you know the george carlins and the you know the guys i like guys like bill burr and you know andrew dice Clay's and you know the, the the offensive comedy that yeah. just makes you <laughs> laugh. It's just Dick jokes. Exactly, yeah. It's just stuff that makes you laugh, <laughs> and, Dick and Dick it's, it's, it's just jokes. <laughs> it's like like Joe there's Mike
7: no. Shoe.
1: She has so many children,
7: her uterus <laughs> fell out.
1: Exactly. <laughs> well, well, there's there's just there's just you know there's nothing wrong with words in and of themselves. It's all about how you take it. And so, That's I right. guess my main question would be. You know, with the style of comedy that you guys do, uh, being in such a sensitive uh, society nowadays, uh, have you guys run into issues uh, with things, people complaining? Have you run into any, you know, negative comments or protesting or anything like that? Or or have people been pretty receptive? Because I know, you know, people like to make stands against everything nowadays. Yeah, so so luckily – yeah. We've
7: been pretty pretty lucky because no one has really complained, but our our fan base is not as big as, you know, these guys who are who are getting the flack. but but yeah, and good. it's an older crowd too and and they're like, mm. uh, "What did they
1: say? What yeah. did they say?" <laughs> you know,
5: so by the time they figure it out, it's too late, so.
1: Yeah. And we Why is uh, that white know, guy we, letting we, that Indian guy talk? Yeah, I, I got you.
7: <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do oh. we do uh
7: we you know, we do things that happen every day. We talk about things that happen mm. every day and we, we kind of fell into the, to the Trump uh, thing, you know, cause it's so easy for the, for oh, the guy, easy. you know, and so, but we just, we, we decided not to do that anymore because we, uh, you know, we tried to be politically correct. You know, we, get, we went to jokes like, you know, if you're ever attacked by a, a mob of clowns, you know, go for the juggler and, uh, uh, and it just didn't. i uh, yes. uh, it it, it was a mess. You know, I told them one time I ate three cans of of alphabet soup, and oh, what a vowel movement I had! And it was.
5: You know, that's that's yeah. We we had to resort to kid jokes for a yeah. while to be politically correct, but then yeah. we went right back to the Indian white guy banter.
7: Yeah, so now nice. we tell them that we're trying to be politically correct. And we're we're gonna show we're gonna tell you some of the things now that you'll never hear us do again. And then we do mm-hmm. our regular show. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. so
4: now you guys you guys call yourself the Indian and the white guy. Now now some people like like Big Spring was just asking might take offense to that. So did anybody ever say, Well, you should probably use uh the Native American and the white guy. Has anybody ever said that to you?
5: Oh, we thought about changing it to the the native and the non-native and you know the uh the, the aboriginal and the uh unoriginal and uh, you know but it it just uh it just doesn't yeah. have the same ring it's no, uh, it
7: really uh, nowhere nowhere in the in the US have we had any any encounters about that because you know I grew up an indian i am an indian damn proud to be an indian and and so that's that's what I am. Uh, and I'm
5: a white guy, and you know I come from a tribe that is very disorganized.
7: Yeah, just thieving bunch of thieving, like uh, you know, uh, hooligans, savages. Yeah, came to our country and and uh, raped and pillaged and took our land. So
5: well, we we did some hmm.
7: pillaging. I don't know about
5: the other yeah. raping part.
7: Yeah, yeah well, and well, molested was... our buffalo. They molested our buffalo countless times. It well, there, there, there was that one. But yeah. In yeah. in Canada they they some do find that offensive and they won't like advertise us as the Indian and the White Guy. Unless they know who we are and then then they'll they'll go ahead and, and do it because it you know, it's just a, the reason we went to Indian and White guys because people couldn't remember the name Williams and Ree. <laughs> but when they said, Well, you know, the Indian talks to the white guy, oh the Indian and the white guy, yeah, we we know them, so we started co-billing ourselves. Uh, Williams and Reeves, our
4: guests, we got about uh, 20 minutes uh, here. <laughs> now, uh, we're going to take a quick time out here. Uh, I gave you guys a, a, a script uh, to do a little liner for us. We're going to go ahead and take care of that now. Then uh, I'm going to ask you uh, some raunchy joke questions if
7: I can do that. Very good. We're ready.
4: Okay. All right, so I'll ca- all right, so I'll count you down from five, and then we'll do that. Ready? Five. Okay. Four. Three.
7: Two, one. Hey, this is Williams and Reed. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the hosts, the icon, the Big Swing,
5: and Granny Hulkster. She is so hot. She is. That is awesome. And you know what? I'll
4: you <laughs> that what? was
2: amazing. That what, was what amazing. What I'm going to
4: do is... Uh, we we're gonna actually use that uh i'm gonna have big swing uh record that uh, she is so hot thing everything you know, we everything's together, recorded from now on we're gonna play that
7: yes great. we are great so, she, like, uh, so she, reminds, me she reminds me of lady gaga yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know she you guys uh, she does have a hurricane. Uh, that's what her weapon is supposed to
2: call. No, I don't. I, I don't lie to them. I do have a cane, but it's not called a hurricane. So just a regular cane, cane, guys. Just regular so, cane. It's a
4: it is. Yeah, it's hurricane, right? Exactly. So, hey, that's actually funny. I, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna make a joke out of that. That's uh, that's pretty funny. I'm actually gonna use that. Uh, and Good residuals. You know, uh now <laughs> now uh I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Randy and Big Swing know this. You know, I put out a comedy album a couple years ago
1: and it went aluminum. Oh jeez. Yeah. It was he did. <laughs> it
4: was it was like one sale away from going triple plastic. Now, do you guys have any uh do you guys have any albums out there that uh you could tell us about?
5: We have uh, a ton of albums. We have uh you can go to williamsandree.com and and you can load up on them. We have uh, all musical albums, we have uh, comedy and music, we have uh, DVDs, CDs. We even have a uh, Williams and Ree crap book which uh, started out as a scrapbook but uh, we put an <laughs> x through the s so it became a crap book, but it's it's really a wonderful coffee table book of the history of Williams and Ree.
7: Yeah, just don't leave it out if the preacher comes by. Right. So don't don't bring and, it to church. I got you. So uh,
2: right
4: now, I'm going to ask you guys a a quick favor, and uh, you know I'll understand if you guys want to turn me down. But uh, do you think uh, uh, you might you could send us like a couple autographs for giveaways for our fans that uh, are listening?
5: Absolutely.
7: Awesome. I, well, I'm, I'm too not too sure. I'm not too sure about that, but. Uh, you know, uh, I might send one to Granny,
1: but I don't know about it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he um, – I, Granny, I, I don't know uh, if I would open the package in a public place.
7: It might not be safe.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Just wait till you get home for that. Yeah.
7: Okay. We would be absolutely well, delighted to send some autographs, whatever yeah. you want. Send,
1: we'll, okay, we'll send well, you a we'll crap
7: book. All, uh...
4: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll send you guys an uh, – I'll send you guys a uh, – I'll send an – uh, an autograph. I'll send an address onto uh, your page on Messenger, then uh, uh, you guys can – if you guys can send us whatever you uh, feel you can, we'd
5: appreciate You got Great. it.
4: So, uh, you know, we, we've we established that uh, the political correctness in your show is uh, not a really a prerequisite. <clears throat> is there anything for you guys that is off-limits?
7: uh uh Hillary Clinton <laughs> <laughs>
0: I,
1: i'm
4: not I'm not talking about the dating sense guys I'm talking about the joke
1: set oh the joke um boy yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah some people some people can't take Hillary Clinton jokes it's just it happens you know they just yeah. get offended That's by right. it yeah yeah. A, yeah yeah,
7: yeah we so I don't know. we 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 don't we we do everything you know. It's it's so you know we're trying
5: to stay away from the political stuff because it just it just divides the audience. So, you know, yeah. the, and there's plenty of late night co-
7: comics that
5: can have their way with it, but uh but it it seems to be a bit excessive. So,
7: yeah. Um, that and the F bomb, we don't drop the F bomb very often.
5: No. No. Just during our uh, smut show
7: but uh yeah. so and then we, only maybe once or twice. Yeah.
4: So uh so would the white guy ever ask uh uh the Indian uh is your favorite song engine engine number 9?
5: You yeah. know, that's yeah. That's a part of our I I, I our hate run. you so much I can't. I really do. A one routine, a one routine. <laughs> yeah. Like like
1: I I can't and, I can't even or it's and, uh,
5: uh isn't it one little two little
1: three little eight? oh
5: yeah everybody hates yeah
1: that one. yeah yeah right and yeah. uh well, well, well here's, here's, here's the funny I... one guys real quick my my cousin uh my cousin had a friend who was um who was he had like a a a uh he lives out in the midwest area and you know uh white republican family he had a friend who was dating a <laughs> a girl and you know, he, he he always tells me this story and I, I don't really share it much because I mean, I work in sports radio up here in New York and terrestrial radio. You can't really get away with saying a lot of this stuff. plus It doesn't really have anything to do with sports. But now that I got you guys on, um, he, he would always tell me this story and it still cracks me up to this day. Uh, he was dating, you know, this Indian girl that he met when he was away at college and he decided to, um to bring her over for Thanksgiving. Now, if he just, if you if you know the the hilarious juxtaposition of, of that alone uh, to bring her over <laughs> for Thanksgiving, but not only that, so he brings her over and um, he sets it up with you know, hey, uh, now she's not there yet. She was on her way uh, over. She was something. They hadn't met her yet, and uh, he goes, hey, uh, Dad, by the way, uh, Jasmine's coming over, or whatever the hell her name was, and, and he goes, um, oh okay. He goes, yeah, is my new girlfriend. We're dating. Uh, he goes out. Uh, she's a, she's an Indian, and the the grandfather looks up from the table, and straight face, no emotion, just goes bows and arrows or dots and towels? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and,
1: and, and he was he was a little taken aback, you know, and he was like. Uh, and arrows I, I I think and he's like oh good good okay so but, but I just thought it was funny because like, I haven't heard it referenced that way in a long time and when he told me that story uh you know I I didn't I just thought of it a minute ago but uh uh I just remembered it rather a minute ago but I just I've always I've always loved that story when he told me and uh I didn't really had a chance to Tell anybody about it on the radio because of all the censorship not, and sensitivity. That
7: was a lovely story, but I am slightly offended.
1: Oh yes, I uh, I, I it,
7: am it? It
5: is very, very racist. Oh yes.
1: <laughs> well,
4: uh, <laughs> you know, we're exactly. Low- That's exactly. Thirty nine ninety no nine. I will
1: fix <laughs> your smartphone. Anyway, but but yes, uh, continue. Uh,
4: Way, Williams and Reed are guests here. We we don't want to offend you guys, but uh, you know, and that uh, seems like it'd be
1: hard to do. Absolutely. Well, yeah,
4: but you know, I I think uh one uh if, you know, going back to that chill that you guys had here in Fargo that I saw you at uh I think it was uh, the white guy that uh or no, uh it was the Indian that was saying uh this land is my land. It is not your land. Is that is that you
7: guys? That's similar, yes. yes. This yes. land ain't your land. This land is my land. This land was made for Sue, not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fighting Sioux. Yes. Fighting
5: Sioux.
1: Well, yeah. actually,
4: I th- they're called the Fighting Hawks now, I think, aren't they? I
5: believe
1: um, they are. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but, but there, I'm there's a, a whole city, though. Too. There's a whole city called Sioux, though. Isn't there Sioux City up that way? Sioux mm-hmm. City, yes. Sioux Falls. And Sioux Falls, yeah, so, Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, yeah. Sioux Falls. Yeah. Yeah. And you so. can chip away at a Chippewa, but
7: you can't sue a Sioux. <laughs> That's true. And and the white guy used to he used to date a uh uh Indian gal which different yeah. types, wasn't she?
5: Uh yes, I dated a gal that was part Potawatomi, part Chickasaw and uh part uh Paiute. Paiute? Wow. <laughs> she was a chicken pot
1: pie. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah. Hey, it was it was a long setup <laughs> but that was that was good. I like it. The, <laughs> as they used to say at the comedy store,
5: strong,
1: strong, strong. Hey, one
4: thing I always like to uh, I always like to do with comedians is you know kind of give them a couple jokes and see if they would uh, if they would use them. You know. Oh so
1: God, icon. <laughs> he? Well, no, you're gonna put him? You're gonna put him through this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give him mine too. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. You heard about Ladies and gentlemen, you heard about- I, I do
1: apologize in advance. If uh, if you would like to um go check out you know like QVC or something for the next ten minutes, then by all means <laughs> go ahead. But swap shop or whatever it is. But I right, continue.
4: Okay. Well, this highway patrolman pulls over pulls over a driver going the wrong way on the one way, and he says, "Didn't you see the arrow?" And he said, "Well, I missed the Indian."
1: Whoa. Uh. Strong. That that's that's offensive. Strong. Strong. I'm offended.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'll tell you what. I might as well keep going. And last one. You know, uh, uh, the uh, Indian and the white guy are gonna uh, open up a uh, hot tub store. They're gonna call it Whole Lot of Hotter
7: That's kind of cute. I like that one. I might steal that one. You I Might
4: steal that you can, one. You can use it. You could use it. Just remember, yeah. whole lot of hot water. There you go.
1: Whole lot, uh, yeah. Well, well icon of you heard that you, you heard that news story, right? About the uh, the, the lady in Indiana recently. Um, she got pulled yeah. over. She got pulled over uh, for speeding. And the cop walked up to her window, and he goes, uh, he got the notepad out, and he goes, well, you know why I pulled you over? Or, or, no, he goes, you know what? Do you know why you're getting the ticket? And she goes, a ticket? She goes, I thought you were writing me out an invitation for the Indiana State Trooper Ball. And he goes, ma'am, Indiana State Troopers don't have balls. And then he paused for a minute and walked back to his car, and she got out, She got out, away with it. But, yeah, that happened. That was a real thing. I'm not making that up. That's not a joke. That really happened. It was on the news the really? other day.
7: Really? <laughs> witty. She was witty. Well, yeah. We'll use that in every what? state we go to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Williams and Ree is our
4: guest. We got about uh five minutes here left with you. Uh now if our uh if our fans wanted to uh check you guys out, you guys got a Facebook, a YouTube, a Twitter, um
5: Yes. Yes. On Instagram, yes. what
4: do you guys got out there?
5: We got uh we have our own uh, YouTube channel, Williams and Reed YouTube channel. Go to that and see all of our videos. Uh you can go to uh, Facebook Williams and Reed Facebook. We've got our website, com, And uh, you can uh, come to Nashville and see us occasionally on the Grand Ole Opry. So
4: when is uh, when is your guys' uh, next show? Are you going to be uh, close to uh, either of our areas uh, anytime soon? Big Swings in New York. Granny's no, in uh, Oklahoma and I'm in uh,
2: North Dakota. Will you no, be, uh, I'm, to in to the- I'm in I'm Arkansas. I'm in Arkansas, Icon.
4: Arkansas. Sorry, she's in Arkansas. Uh, or Arkansas, as they some say. Arkansas. Uh, Would any of us uh, this, the, uh, in 2019 that you know
7: of?
5: Oh, yeah. We'll be coming up there to North Dakota, that's
1: for sure. Yeah, we'll, well be. There, now, that Devil's late. They don't speak like oh, that in South Dakota? Do they not have the accent in South Dakota?
5: Oh, it it trickles down there once in a while, but uh, mostly in uh, South Dakota, they just go, eh?
1: Okay. Well, because I thought it was so weird being from New York, which is one of those states where people, you know, they always talk about the accent. They say, you know, like we say dog, water, coffee, hot, you know, the whole New York thing. (laughs) But when I get, when I got up there, when I went to visit Icon uh, about a year and a half or so ago, two years ago, they, uh, you know, I I, I get there and they're like, welcome to Fargo, you know, Fargo. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, oh, well, hello, you know. And I was just like, this is totally different than anything else I've ever heard before. So I was wondering if, yeah. if they spoke that way up that way up, up uh, in your neck of the woods too. No,
7: there's there's uh, there's not as many Polish people and Norwegians, and I think that's what ah. uh, gets that mix is uh, the yeah. Polish and the Norwegians, and yeah, and, and they're just they're just hooked on hot dishes, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to put some peas in with that uh, macaroni, you know.
4: Yeah, see, that is Uh, actually North Dakota's state dish. Is uh, Sunday school hot dish is North Dakota's state
0: dish. (laughs) Yep,
4: Uh, exactly. And uh, so now, you guys, uh, you guys live in uh, uh, have your residence in South Dakota, correct?
5: No, we're in Nashville, Tennessee. We've been here since 1984.
4: Okay. Now, have you uh, had a chance to uh in your tenure since you've been together, have you ever been on like uh like Nashville Now or did you ever get on any of those shows yes. when you were
5: Yes, we what, did what was Nashville Now. Oh, he's just a wonderful human being and yes,
7: still alive, believe it or not. Yes. Yes. We see him you occasionally know, I'll tell you what, at uh... I, I miss the Nashville At, at gatherings around town, so he's still alive and, and doing well. And we had
5: our own show on the Nashville Network um, called Comedy Central. We had a cooking comedy show,
7: cooking show before, the, before the cooking channel, the food channel.
5: Yeah, it was we was with Florence <clears> Henderson, and uh, it was called Country Kitchen. And Florence was the host, and we were the dessert chefs, the comedy dessert chefs.
7: Yeah, so we had our, we had our show on Nashville. Uh, the Nashville Network, and then we did Ralph Emery all, all the time, and and uh, and lots of things on on TNN, and then we woke up one morning and they sold the damn thing, and we haven't been on TV since. So. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, I'll tell you, they wouldn't have had to sell it if they would have had you guys on more, because you're the only ones that drove the ratings up when you were on. Oh,
5: exactly. we jacked, yeah, we jacked the ratings up,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that, and I, I, I'm sad to admit this, but that's why we have you on now because you guys have boosted our ratings too.
7: There you go. <laughs> well, let's let's hope that someone's listening to us anyway. Yes.
4: So now, you guys uh, do uh, you you guys do mostly casinos, or do you do uh, more stage shows or more festivals?
7: We do. It's probably even even number. Uh, the festivals we do. Uh, uh, equal to uh, casinos, and and sometimes, you know, I mean, we do fairs, and uh, so we do a little bit of everything, uh, private parties and that sort of thing.
4: And you guys mentioned you'll be up in uh, Doubles Lake. When will you guys be up here in Doubles Lake?
7: February 16th, I believe. And we're, and we're and coming from think- Orlando. <laughs> and well, yeah, we're... In- You're you're going going from 90
4: degrees to 90 below. Yeah. 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 It's It's super super cold up there. Yeah. Yeah,
7: Does your touring manager not own a
5: globe?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't think that there's really, I don't think that there's really ever a reason to go to North Dakota. I think it's just kind of one of those tour stops, you know, but. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, we just we Oh go we love collect.
7: North Dakota. Yeah, we collect the check and then we leave. <laughs> yeah. To get out of town <laughs> yeah. before
5: they realize it wasn't that good. Yeah.
4: So February sixteenth, that's uh that's a Saturday. I might have to uh I might have to drive and check yeah,
5: you guys I'm out. You it. know?
4: Yeah.
7: yeah. Please, and, please uh, come uh, be our guest. <laughs> yes. Let us uh Yeah treat what I'll you. do
4: is I'll uh I'll text you on Messenger, maybe uh I, you can uh, slip a ticket my way, or put me on your guest list, or something.
5: Absolutely.
7: Absolutely. You think you and can drag Granny did, along? Cause I'd well, unfortunately,
2: here. I live in Arkansas, and that's a long ways for me to come, especially during well, the you, winter months. <laughs> you
7: you you just you just get your wrestling butt on airplane and head up there to Minneapolis and or Fargo, and then or Grand Forks, and and then. Uh, well, uh, you know you
2: I. Yeah, I that that would be one that would be wonderful guys and I appreciate the invite. They have an and Andy airport Andy's in front of got them? a busy Remy's yeah, got a busy schedule coming up in February, so I've got a convention I have to go to the twenty first of the twenty fourth of February in Little Rock, Arkansas for our Is
7: that, is uh, that state that, 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 convention is for
2: that, the Moose Lodge.
7: Oh, I thought it was that porn convention they hold in Vegas. No, no, oh, no,
2: no, 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 Wait a minute, Icon, no, no, if no. No. They have if they
1: have an airport in Fargo, Icon, why did I have to fly into Minneapolis, rent a car, and drive three and a half hours? Because it's cheaper to fly into Minneapolis than it is to fly into Fargo, that's why. Yeah, you yeah. save huh. a couple
4: hundred dollars.
7: Yeah. You, you wow. save
4: about $500 doing that. Yeah. Wow,
1: really?
7: Huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, and you uh, can actually you can actually fly into Grand Forks, North Dakota.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, is that closer than Minneapolis is to Fargo? Yes. <laughs> okay, so maybe I'll do that next time.
5: Yeah. As, that's as, an as extra
1: three hundred.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as you can see, uh, uh geography was not his strong suit, but uh <laughs> but I'll tell you <laughs> what guys, we can do that, uh put uh, uh Scott Icon Helms on your guest list for two and uh, I'll come out and see you guys and uh I'd love to meet you again and uh you guys can uh, let everybody know that uh there's uh two famous guys on stage and one famous guy in the audience.
5: Absolutely. Right.
7: We can do that. And then I love we'll you guys. We love you and, back. Uh, Long time. Yeah. Jack uh, and Jill went up the hill each had a buck and a quarter. You know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh,
4: yeah, the last time I saw you guys was at the Shooting Star Casino.
7: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
4: We were just yep, there, and I. Uh, I uh, I, um, I lost uh, five hundred dollars in the slot machine, but uh, I gained a five hundred dollars smile when I went to you guys' show. You guys picked me up after losing all my money.
1: Oh. Thank you oh yes sir. well, that's yeah. good that's good well i well icon uh speaking of losing all of this money, uh, I'm going to be losing a lot of money if I don't get the pre uh the post game national championship up here on the station, so we do gotta wrap it up, and um you know hopefully we can have these guys on again, uh hopefully you know maybe once a week, and uh, we'll get them on, and um <laughs> we will uh we will go from there, but again, it was great guys, Indian and the white guy, check them out if you haven't Thank heard you. them before. Go on and check them out on all the internets and interwebs and social media avenues or wherever the hell you guys go to get your funny stuff. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, Thanks, guys. 44-16, Clemson wins in a shot. We'll see you next week.
3: Bye-bye. it now.